Hi there, and welcome to the season finale of the T21 Mom podcast. My name's Mary, and I'll be your host. Each episode, we'll talk about life, Down syndrome, single parenting, mamahood, and pretty much everything in between. I have a daughter named Ainsley, and she's nine years old and rocking an extra chromosome, also known as Down syndrome. And as always, of course, my good friend and co-host Ron is here with us today. How are you, Mary? I am doing awesome. <laughs> I see you got all the flour out of your hair. <laughs> oh, there's a, still a bit more to come. <laughs> a lot of baking. cookie factory. It's coming along. It's coming along. So, yeah. yeah. All the all it's... the cookie advent calendars made up and they're almost done. Yes. Okay. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, um sign up to the Miss A's Cookies Facebook page or Instagram or Instagram because yeah. that's that's where it's that's where it's all happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, episode 68? Yes, that's right. Um amazing you know, 68, that's, that's even older than me. Mm -hmm. Um, it's our season finale for season three. Mm -hmm. Uh, amazing number of guests, mm -hmm. uh, amazing time in talking to those guests for you. Um, I didn't speak to any of them this year, uh, because of the thing and our schedules and that sort of stuff, mm -hmm. but I have enjoyed listening to them. I have mm -hmm. been outraged by one in particular. I know. <laughs> um, but uh, but let's start. I mean, how have you felt going it alone a lot this year? Well, of course, I was pretty nervous, you know, because <laughs> as you know, I'm really not very tech savvy. Yeah. But uh, I think I did pretty good. You know, I'm feeling pretty comfortable with it now. So, okay, that's yeah. good. Mm -hmm. That's good. I, I'm, you know, we had discussed, I had some plans to sort of go off to do other things, but now there's other things that have superseded that. So I'm still yeah. around. <laughs> it's still around. Um, you know, so, um, so how do you feel about this season? Well, it's been a pretty, you know, wild ride for a lot of reasons. And, you know, I'm pretty proud of our little podcast. <laughs> so and, it should be. It's got a it's got a good reach. You know, yes, I'm very excited about that. And of course, you know, I just I've lo I love all our guests and I just learn, you know, so much from all of them and you know, like a lot has happened this year. I mean, I thought 2020 was hard, but 2021 has proven for me personally to be a lot harder. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're you're <laughs> Outside of the podcast, there was the whole, you know, falling down and breaking parts of your body. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. And Ainsley, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah. And, Ains and Ainsley, you know, taking a tumble down the stairs, mm -hmm. losing mm -hmm. the other tooth. Yeah. So. It's, yeah, so it's it's been hard. But, you know, I think one of the biggest lessons I learned this year is that, I mean, there's a few for sure, but, you know, that I just love our down syndrome community you know like when i broke my leg and my foot which was a complete disaster and you know you don't ever expect to do that or to have that happen to you you know but the down syndrome community just they just rose up and 
you know, they supported me and helped me out, you know, just with their kindness and, you know, messages and sending me meals, I mean, and wine, you know, it was awesome in that way. I mean, I don't ever want to go through this again, ever. Uh, but I felt so fortunate to have the support of our, our little community. Right. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's, it was, it was hard for you. It was hard for Ainsley because you couldn't, you know, you couldn't pick her up. Bath time was hard. School was hard. Mm -hmm. And how, how did she do how, Like, how was she in terms of being resilient and understanding that, that you couldn't do the things that you would normally do? You know, Ainsley's always adapted pretty well. So, you know, kudos to her, you know, and I have to credit a lot to Dennis, you know, he, I mean, and of course they have such an amazing bond. So he just kind of had us fill my shoes for a while until I could, you know, until I was feeling a little bit better where I could actually do a couple of things. Cause it was really difficult in the beginning. It was just unbelievably challenging and with just everything. Like I, I, like you said, I couldn't even, I couldn't even bathe her. I could just barely dress her. You know, I was having a hard enough time dressing myself, <laughs> you know, but we got through it and, right. Right. you know, and I think it also is a testament to like the, the Down syndrome community itself. Like I just learned that, you know, we are resilient, you know, and that even when things are difficult and challenging, that we can still do hard things, you know. Well, I, you know, I, I found that you know, one thing I found with the community, just as the outsider looking in, is there, there's a great deal of people are very agile in the way, like they're quick to pivot into mm -hmm this situation has come up, we're going to deal with this. Like there's a great deal of uh, like, like being agile mentally uh, and intellectually to be able to like pivot to that, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. pivot to the new, the new circumstance uh, as opposed to just saying, no, we're going to do it this way. Yeah. Like the community is very, very, well, you use the term resilient. I use the term agile mm -hmm. because, you know, like, the plans that you had and then Ainsley took her tumble and then there was the, yeah. that whole process yeah like, that changes your relationship with the rest of your world for that period of time yeah and you know and Dennis had a lot of guilt over Ainsley's fall because he had left the Neely at the top of the stairs and I said you know she's lucky that she's alive quite literally, and that she's not paralyzed because it was kind of a steep and narrow where she fell. And, you know, but he, he said, can you just let me feel guilty for a while? I go, okay, but I, but please I tell me he's over it now. Yeah. Oh, he okay. is. And then just recently, like I do an online zoom, like a little knit group every week. And, uh, you know, one of the other women there said, you know, you've been really positive about this whole situation. And I said, well, I mean, really, like it could have, it could have been worse. Like the whole situation with Ainsley, like, I mean, really at the end of the day, you know, we both broke some bones and unfortunately for Ainsley, she lost a permanent tooth, her front tooth, but that's it. 
you know, it could have been. She's still got a beautiful smile. Thank you, toothless grin. <laughs> you know, but it could have been so much worse, but it wasn't. And you know what? Bones will heal and we'll figure out the missing tooth as she gets older. So it's not the end of the world. And, you know, and unfortunately, Dennis, of course, had to carry some guilt for a while. But, you know, he's he's good now. So it's all good. worked out. Good. Yeah. So I always ask this question um, mm -hmm. when we do these wrap up shows. And I'm curious, which were the guests that changed your life? It changed my life. Well, it changed your life, changed your attitude, uh, gave you gave you uh, something new to think about that you may not have thought of before. Like, which, which are the guests that really stand out for that? Oh gosh, there's there's I mean, so many. All of many. them changed me. So I. Yeah, there's like so many, and you know, I really, I mean, of course, I really enjoyed talking to everyone, but you know, uh, Sarah Joe, who was a, more of a recent episode you know, she is all about inclusion. And I remember, you know, we were talking about like girl guys. And I said, well, I've thought about signing Ainsley up, but I don't know what she'll get out of it. And she goes, you know, I did girl guides, you know, and you put me in a forest, like I'll die. And I said, yeah, actually I would too. And I did girl guides too. <laughs> and so, but she said, why not sign her up? And so that got me thinking. And so I'm just in the process now of signing her up for that. And it just, you know, the way you can advocate and she just gave me lots to think about, about inclusion, about how our kids can be included. And, you know, because we all talk about like how the gap keeps getting wider, but she said, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. And so that kind of really gave me like some things to ponder and to think about. Yeah, I remember, to, I remember that the, there were some things in there that I had to remember uh in that inclusion a typical like typical parents see inclusion one way children uh, parents of special needs children see inclusion totally differently and mm -hmm. she was really good about communicating that mm -hmm. and and the types of inclusion and yeah and that all kids can be included yeah. you know so you know that gave me a lot to think about and you know, when I was when I was looking back at all the episodes, I was I was thinking about, you know, as I said, you know, we can do hard things like I, you know, Amber Gale, she was quite early on in this season and, you know, she has a son named AJ who is quite medically complex and I've been following their whole story and I'm sure if anyone is interested, it's quite it's quite compelling the story uh, like the things that he's been going through recently and for someone like me who hasn't been following what is the update on that well he has a trach and you know and of course that's i won't the, that's the breathing tube correct okay and but he had to have some very um surgery to you know and i'm not going to explain it well but like to sort of um he had i think like a bone graft from his i think his ribs i think you know to help with that uh, the airway there and just to stabilize guess, it you know not exactly sure why i think there was a lot of scar tissue in the esophagus okay. and stuff but hopefully that is going to lead to him not having a trach anymore so you know they were at the hospital for six weeks they were hopeful to go home and they weren't even you know even sure if they could but they're home now and so you know but and 
you know, a lot of kids with Down syndrome, they do have some medical issues. I think her son, AJ, you know, his are quite complex, which you don't really see all that often, or I don't see that all that often. And, you know, but during the midst of a pandemic and her son having like all these complexities, you know, then she goes and starts a nonprofit, you know, like the more for caregivers. I just thought like, like, that's amazing. You know, you have so much on your plate, but yet you want to give back and, you know, you've created this amazing thing, you know? So it just made me think like we can do hard things even when life is hard. Yeah. That, and that's a bit of a theme that was running this year. You know, we, we yeah. talked to a lot of people who had, you know, started nonprofits um, and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and are very good at communicating their particular, I'm going to call it a brand, but I don't really mean it in a commercial sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and like, also with Star, I mean, she didn't create a, a nonprofit. brilliant story with Star. Yeah, how, you know, shortly after her son Sammy was born, like literally three weeks, and she finds out she has this life-threatening cancer diagnosis. And then she went on to create this absolutely beautiful, inspiring, uh, and incredibly moving sort of dance documentary of the whole that whole time in her life. And and I went to see it and it was just amazing. I was laughing and crying and smiling throughout the whole thing. And it was just spectacular and kudos to star for, for putting that on and just really opening her heart, really, you know, just really burying her heart there. And it it was wonderful to, to watch it. And I felt so privileged to be a part of that because I, I did the talk back after at one of her shows. So that was, really wonderful to be able to do that. And then also uh, Stephanie Mal- Maloney, I hope I said her last name correctly. You know, she had a birth diagnosis of her daughter and then her husband left her within five days. And, you know, she was almost like homeless, like she was like couch surfing essentially. And then she goes on to create this thriving and you know, successful photography business, you know, just again, yeah, that was a great story, you know, like, even though life is hard, you can, we can still do hard, you know, we can do hard things and amazing things. And, yeah. you know, and I, if, if, you, if know, you have the courage, I, I, I mean, maybe courage is the wrong word, but if, if you can get past yourself and think, mm-hmm. what can I do? Mm-hmm. What can, like, I, I can do this. I can do that. I, I'm not, I'm not just this one thing. I can do other things and succeed. Yes, that's that's exactly it. I can do other things. Like I don't have to just be doing this, right? I can still expand and do, like you said, other things. A growing human being. Yeah, and that's kind of, you're right. It was kind of like a theme and I, it's kind of, I mean, it wasn't intentional really. It just sort of happened, but I loved hearing all those kind of stories. And then, you know, and of course, the one that kind of got you all riled up, you know. <laughs> yeah, mostly mostly between you and I offline. I didn't try not to let my vitriol come out on the show, but. No, I know, you know, with Amanda Caffrey and, and letting Rosie ride the bus, it's yeah. like, you know, again, you know, sometimes it's just, you're tired and you're exhausted and it's so easy to just say, okay, whatever, and go along with, the school or whoever is giving you this difficult time, but they fought it and they won, you know, to let Rosie ride the bus. And you can fight city hall. Yeah. You know, so again, yeah, just 
we can do these things and you know it's hard but we can do it and and you know and i i know a lot of it is with the support of our community it, it you know makes things happen you know and it was just yeah really wonderful to to hear amanda and rosie's story and what they did about it yeah and i and i'm and i'm assuming that rosie is now riding the bus yes i'm sure she is you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so which is great to hear that they finally allowed that to happen so yeah and and what about more on the clinical side aside from the you know the our, the personal stories we told we we also did some stories with clinicians mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? so there, there, I mean, there, was a, there was the one-stop clinic that we did yes with dr scott cohen you know i had i do love all our guests but i was a bit starstruck by him so i think he was kind of like my favorite guest and i <laughs> really hoping that he can come on again i have some ideas for some future episodes and he said he'd be more than happy to so and that was really wonderful to talk with him because you know i obviously knew about him and what he's doing he's quite well known in the down syndrome community so that was really I, it was kind of really awesome for me to talk with him. <laughs> I felt just so privileged, you know, because I'm sure he's very busy, and you know, he get, he was so generous of his time to to come on and and right. talk with us and and talk about his Down syndrome clinic to you, which, you know, for people who aren't really sure what that is, it's sort of like you said, like a one stop shop, where you can get a lot of your medical an- medical questions answered about Down syndrome. It's not meant to replace your doctor or your pediatrician, but it's really helpful to people who maybe cannot see a doctor regularly or don't have that kind of access about questions that you can ask and, and just sort Especially of things in that rural you, communities and exactly, yeah. you know, and is it's available to anyone across the globe, like anyone can do it. So, you know, if, if that's something that is of concern to you and you're in a rural community, I definitely urge you to go and listen to that episode and you can learn more about the Down syndrome clinic to you, because I think it's quite amazing what they've put together and, you know, and how it benefits all of us in that, in this community. So you just answered my next question was, do you have a favorite episode or guest? <laughs> I think but he was, also, you know, we also talked about some, um, difficult issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, like we we talked about sexual health. We talked about you know the, the, that kind of like the worth the conversation. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Lindsay um, and Andrea Lee talking about those very difficult conversations that you know that that people should be having. Yes, and yeah, like definitely you know with with Andrea Lee, I put together I've already put together a little puberty kit for Ainsley, not quite complete, but. You know, so that it is out, it's there for her to, you know, see and and recognize and get comfortable with and also so that I can get comfortable with it. You know, and that I learned the value of having a thousand little conversations as opposed to just one. Yeah, and and, and that's like like reinforcing those conversations mm-hmm. uh, is a good thing. I mean, slightly off topic, but those were the conversations that my parents had with us. That's not, good. not 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 around not around sexual health because that was sort of I mean you know we're going back to the early seventies when things were a little different in those departments yeah um, and uh, but it was always around issues such as you know how my brothers and I should get along because we 
when my parents were gone, that's, we would just have each other. So this was an ongoing topic of conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, like we talk about a thousand little conversations. They wanted, like they, we had the conversations from when we were really young as to if anything happened to them, what would happen to us and how things were going to be done and how they wanted to be in care homes when they didn't want to move in with us if they were incapable of looking after themselves they insisted so these conversations had happened over a number of years Mm -hmm. so we knew at the time so like when we talk about uh you know puberty for ainsley or other children having the thousand little conversations in little bits here and there Mm -hmm. it just reinforces what you really want to happen yes yes and then it also is also aligns with Lindsay Strickland, you know, her, her nonprofit, the worth the conversation about how we can best prevent, you know, abuse and sexual abuse in our kids. Like it was very eye opening for me and, you know, the different stats that she gave. Yeah. (laughs) But also just the importance of it, right? Like, you know, we need to talk to our kids and we need to know who are with our kids, you know, how we can prevent this from happening. I mean, nothing is a hundred percent foolproof. And, but you just... and normalizing the idea that you can have the conversation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, like saying, if there's this issue, come see me. But if you, and again, it goes back to the thousand conversations. If you say it enough times, the kid's going to feel more comfortable coming forward than if it's suddenly yes. one big mountain that they have to climb. Yes. Yeah. So like I said, I just learned so much from you know all the different guests and of course we had a huge variety like we had some authors on you know like Ashley Asti was our first episode and I loved her book up you know the love letter to a down the down syndrome community it just I really loved that book and then you know Jolene Filo who her five love languages like you know I still practicing that every day you know with us so it's you know, I just learn again, like so much from the different guests we've had on. And I really hope our listeners are learning too, like along with us. So, you know, I hope so. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, so overall, how do you see how the season went? Do you, did, did, you know, was, are you, are you really proud of this work? Like, because, mm-hmm. because we, we went to a different format where, you were handling everything like we did mm-hmm. for most of the previous season but you also stick handled a lot i mean there's a lot of work that goes. i don't think people like when you start a podcast you don't quite realize just how much work goes into the pre-work like like the pre-interviews the talking mm-hmm. to the guests to ask them if they want to come on and going through all those emails and conversations and 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 you've done a lot of the well let me put it this way you've done all the work <laughs> right thank you so i i'm i'm curious that you've you know and and by the way it's <laughs> Congratulations to you. This podcast is all you, as it should be, and Ainsley, as it should be. And I just want to ask how, like, when we first started this, Mm -hmm. whatever number of years ago it was, Mm -hmm. where we started basically weekly, and then we would do our 21 or 22 episodes and then go away for a while. And this time, this year around, we have gone to a biweekly format. Mm Mm-hmm. And has that helped you in, you know, 
navigating booking guests and preparing for the conversations has that has that been better for you oh 100% yeah it's a lot easier i mean it does make it does make the season longer which i actually prefer in a lot of ways you know it does give me more time because i'm working full time and still you know dealing with all of ainsley's therapies and and so on so yeah it's I mean, I love doing this, but it is a lot of work to put on a podcast that I think people will listen to and enjoy. Uh, but I'm pretty proud of what we've done, you know, really not knowing anything about podcasts going into this. <laughs> yeah. So, and also it just extends our season like longer so that, you know, we're not out of people's minds for too long. Right. And yeah. what are your thoughts on, you know, our upcoming season, which will probably be sometime around the middle to the end of January? Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Yeah. Oh, gosh, you know, I'm sure we'll have Katie on again for toilet training. Pretty sure. By the way, for those of you who do not follow Toilet Training 101 on Instagram, you really should. Mm -hmm. Because it is, I, I mean, I'm impressed. So impressed as a production person. I'm impressed with the amount of work she puts into conveying the information with graphics and mm -hmm. little videos and things on there and, and you, know, I, you know i have no interest in toilet training but i have a great interest in what she does mm -hmm. on her instagram page because she's so very good at that communication yeah and i mean it, it's not even that old of an account if i recall correctly it's, it's only been around for a short while and she's already got a lot of followers because i think she's really realized like this is like a niche kind of market, right? Yeah. Like there's a lot of people, not just kids with Down syndrome, but special needs in general. But, you know, I think she's really gone into the Down syndrome community to to really help them, you know? So, because I, I honestly don't think when we met that she really realized like the need for it in our community. And she's so specialized. There's very few people who, who exclusively do what she does. And she's obviously very good at it. And, you know, I've talked to people who've, who've used her from all over the world. So, which is amazing. And now that everything like from the pandemic is you can do everything on zoom these days. So it makes it easy. Yeah. She doesn't actually have to come into your house. I mean, it is a little easier when she does that, but you don't have to do that. So, yeah, yeah. she's a, she's a great talent. Oh yes, definitely. Definitely. And. I'd like to have Dr. Susan Fawcett on again, too. I think we could probably talk about mental health in our kiddos. Uh, you know, it's kind of, that's kind of, a, I hate to use the word trendy, but you know, it's sort of a trendy topic these days, mental health. Well, the thing with mental health is looking after it to the point where it doesn't reach a crisis point because most people exactly. only start to deal with their mental health when it becomes a crisis. That's exactly Instead of right. managing, like learning how to manage your mental health through, you know, through the day, through the week, through the months, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I've also would really like to talk with parents or caregivers, I guess, who, you know, because I'm thinking about Ainsley's future and, you know, what that might look like, who are, you know, creating, you know, businesses or programs around their child with Down syndrome. And, 
you know, maybe even talk to some of those entrepreneurs with Down syndrome and, and what like they're we did doing. with, um, John's crazy socks, John's crazy socks. Um, yeah. you know, and we did the interview with, um, was it cooking with Katie? Yes. Uh, well, no oh, cooking with Kitty cooking with Kitty. I apologize. Yeah. And, you know, and then just even the recent episode that we did, of uh, 21 treats. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. how Miranda has, if I'm ever you know, in Regina, created... I'm going to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they'll probably have a, like a, maybe a storefront by then. Yeah. You know, so well, send them yeah, an email. Just, say I'm coming into town. Where do I pick up some treats? <laughs> Cookies, yeah. <laughs> you know, and just how what people are doing and and how they're making it happen. And you know, there's one uh, gentleman that I follow on Instagram. Troy made it, and he does this amazing pottery work. And he, they talked a lot about and showed the different ways he was making these Christmas ornaments, like out of pot you know it's pottery and i was so sad i couldn't get one like they sold out like they sold 650 ornaments in 12 minutes on etsy 12 minutes yes and that 650. was 150 yeah it's crazy it's amazing and you know they he has a ton of followers on instagram and they're well, showing so now i gotta go follow him now yeah yeah it's quite amazing he shows the different ways that he's making like different things like they also showed the process for the ornaments and it was really cool and i thought and they're beautiful too like he does beautiful work so you know just talk to people like that you know to see what they're doing and and how that's working for them and you know because it just gives me ideas for ainsley's future as well well as as you know it's it's I think you've said this before is that everyone has a story oh definitely i think you know people might think they don't have anything interesting to say or anything interesting to share but i don't believe that i believe everyone i, I, I can guarantee you that anyone who listens to this show and anyone who has like exists in the special needs world they have fascinating stories to tell mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I've got a few that uh, I have some ideas that uh, I've I've gotten from, like uh, Christine, my roommate from the retreat. She gave me some ideas on some future episodes. So, you know, there's uh, one in particular. We won't talk about it yet because it's not it hasn't been confirmed. But you know, and I'm sure many people will have heard of the story. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to sharing more stories, interesting stories. And just hearing what people are doing in our community. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, and you know, this is an interesting part of part of the show where we have to say goodbye. I mean, you and I aren't really saying goodbye because we mm -hmm. chat about different things, but we have to say goodbye to our listeners unless we do a Christmas show, which is still a bit up in the air because you know my schedule is. <laughs> we'll do our best. Yeah. We'll try to do a Christmas um, you know, show. It, like Santa Claus is returning to my community this year. That's awesome. Um, and uh, and then, you know, I'm out of town, you know, for a while on my other work. And so, but we're going to try and do a Christmas show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so how many episodes are we at now? 68. 68. Today is 68. Wow. Yeah. And... Okay. It's almost 70. I, I know. And I just never dreamed that 
we'd be at this many episodes when you suggested on that fateful day. <laughs> hey, I Have got you ever thought of doing of a podcast? <laughs> I got cookies can, out of the deal. I'm good. Uh, you can always get cookies. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you, know, you, know, you and I have spoken about this before. I've spoken to, you know, classes on, like, uh, classes on podcasting. One of the most amazing things is that most podcasts, like 52% of podcasts never make it anywhere close to where we are. Like they drop off after three or four episodes mm -hmm. and they're called zombie podcasts. You'll still find them out there and there'll be four episodes, mm -hmm. uh, but they don't almost half of the, well, just over half of the podcasts that are on, like you find them on Apple podcasts and Spotify and whatever. And there was only the three or four episodes. That's it. Yeah, they're done. They're I, zombies. They're not, in, they're not updated. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we try to do, we, we try to keep current on our, on our stuff because mm -hmm. you know, we, we, you know, well, I love doing this. Um, I'm pretty sure you must love doing it. Otherwise mm -hmm. you wouldn't be putting all this work into it. <laughs> yes, I do enjoy it. So, um, so we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you, Mary, for all your hard work in making this such a success. Thank you. Thank you to all our guests mm -hmm. who took the time to, to, sh to show up and share your stories mm -hmm. because we, we love your stories. We love you. Um, and you know, we have, Mary and I have such a great time doing this, mm -hmm. uh, for mm -hmm. you. And I, and I, as, as an outsider, I love hearing these stories. So many of them very positive. Yes. And so, and very uplifting. So I enjoy that. Uh, awesome. So from me, thank you very much to, to everybody who shares your, shares their stories. Yes. And my thanks as well. It's, it's my little passion project and, you know, the, the self-care thing is so big right now. And I think this is part of my self-care. Like, in, in, in some ways, this is kind of like screaming into the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I've said this before and I'll probably say it again. Why don't you take us out of this one? All right. Thanks for listening to the T21 Mum podcast. And as always, I would love to hear from you. Tell me your stories. What's going on in your life? What's important to you? You can email me at info at T21mum.com or find me on Facebook. And I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at Trisomy21Mama. And also, it would really mean a lot if you could subscribe and leave a review so we can become more searchable for others in the Down Syndrome community. Keep on loving on your rockin' kiddos, and we will see you next season. Thanks, Mary. Bye, Ron. Bye.